0: This is Robert from Twin Peaks and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light
1: 9:48 a.m. Today's February 23rd Oh my gosh 9:48 a.m. February 23rd 2021 it was on February twenty third, two thousand, that I left Carroll Stream, Illinois, uh, to move to, Chicago, to to move to California. So I've been out here twenty one years. I always mark today as the as that anniversary twenty one years. You know, when you, when you turn a chapter like that, when you go, all right, here's, here's a true benchmark as to when something happens. A lot of us have those cert- certain benchmarks. Oh, I remember the time I, when I graduated, that's when I really turned a page. Or when I uh, 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 won this race, that's when I really turned the page. You know, there are these certain benchmarks that we're choosing in our lives that have really, you know, a lot of significance to us that we carry along with us and use as a reference tool Many in many respects, in many different ways, if we really uh, respect and admire and cherish that that time, um, that you know, it, it becomes one of those things that just sort of reverberates right off the cuff. As an example, um, when we're talking with people about stuff, and so moving out here was one of those things where it's like, whoa, okay, I'm. I'm going out to California. Everything that took me out here was—I uh, followed the signs, I followed the omens, I followed my inspiration out here. And uh, around that time, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Counting and Crows were singing a lot about California. They're singing a lot about California, and they sang about it in such, for the lack of a better way of describing it, such a romantic way. They sang about California in such a romantic way, and it really made me want to move out here. You know, the idea of it being sunny out here all the time and having all the uh, the uh, ocean so close and the mountains, of course, and, you know, having all of these things available. So tur- turning that page, turning that page uh, was a big deal because what was, you know, if we were to wrap it up like a burrito, wrapped up in that burrito, one of these ingredients was the song My Way by Frank Sinatra. And in that song, you know, he's basically, and this, this really hit me uh, when I really started thinking about this, that the song My Way is basically from the perspective of a man who's on his deathbed thinking back on his life of all the different things that he did and you know he, he's he's happy about the fact that he lived his life his way he, he spent you know he looked for ways to, to live his life his way and that really struck a chord with me and so um I really started thinking about that. And it was around that time that I started hearing, you know, the, hearing those songs that then inspired me to want to move out here. And so it, it all just became this kind of, um, it became this sort of idea of, all right, well, I'm going to do pretty much what is preferable to me. I'm going to do what is preferable to me. And uh, if something doesn't fit with that, if something doesn't, doesn't uh, resonate from, from that idea, from that perspective, then, then I'm not going to do it. And uh, it saved me a lot of stress. It saved me a lot of wasting my time doing things I didn't want to do and i started really making sure that i got out like uh it would ha- uh, w- what happened was if there ever were those situations where um you know i was i suddenly things got to be different you know at the place that i was working at or people i was working with and it altered into something different where then it was sort of like uh oh, what's going on here? You know, if, if there was an, over, an overabundance of, uh, let's say, arrogance, egotism, all those things, narcissism, kind of at the forefront of driving a project, and I started noticing these things, I'd be like, oh, I'm out of here. Like, the, I'm not going to push a rock up a hill. Sisyphus, right? Sisyphus is another good example that I, that I use as well. And of course, the example from my dad if you force it, it will break. You force it, it will break. So uh, those have reverberated in my brain. And when I moved out here, I said, okay, I'm going to do it my way. And so now, which brings me to this point, the Kapow Intergalactic Virtual Film Festival. This is the first time we're doing it virtual. This is the fifth incarnation, but the first version of it, uh, just purely digital. And it's going on until the 28th. I'd love to see you there. I'd love to see you there. It started on... Um, the 18th and it's going to... It's, it started on the 19th and it's going until the 28th. And... uh Tons of movies. I think like 150 movies or something. Great podcasts. Um... all-access pass. And then you get a free download of the Scaramanga Silk album, Designer Scribble. You get a free uh, download of that album. And then plus you um, have the ability to win prizes from our sponsors. Anyway, I'm here. Go to kapowiff.com. We'd love to see you there. And also, if you want, you can hang out in the lobby for free. Hang out in the lobby there with other filmmakers.
0: five miles south of the Canadian border, 12 miles west of the state line. I've never seen so many trees in my life. As W.C. Fields would say, I'd rather be here than Philadelphia. 54 degrees on a slightly overcast day, where the man said rain. You get paid that kind of money for being wrong 60% of the time and be working. The mileage is 79,345, gauges on reserve, riding on fumes here. I gotta tank up when I get into the town. Remind me to tell you how much that is. Lunch was uh, $6.31 at the Lamplighter Inn. That's on Highway 2 near Lewis Fork. That was a tuna fish sandwich on whole wheat, slice of cherry pie, and a cup of coffee. Damn good food. Diane, if you ever get up this way, that cherry pie is worth a stop. Okay. So I'll be meeting up with the Sheriff uh, Harry S. Truman. Too hard to remember that. We'll be at the Calhoun Memorial Hospital. If we're going to go up to intensive care and take a look at that girl that crawled down the railroad tracks off the mountain. When am pretty here, I'll be checking into a motel. I'm sure the sheriff will be able to recommend a clean place, reasonably priced. That's what I need. A clean place, reasonably priced. Oh, Diane, I almost forgot. Got to find out what kind of trees these are. They're really something.
1: It's now 236 February 24th. Today's the official day. 1130 a.m. That's uh, 1130 a.m. February 24th. That's the day that um, Agent Cooper pulls into the town of Twin Peaks. So that's today. Today Today's Twin Peaks day. So this is so exciting. Once again, just to know that Kapow falls right in line with these things that are important to me. The anniversary of when I moved out here, Uh, Twin Peaks Day, yesterday is, uh, within the Twin Peaks lore, yesterday is the day of when Laura Palmer died. So, uh, yeah, today's the day. And... What's interesting is that uh, Dale Cooper, my cutout of Dougie Jones, a.k.a. Dale Cooper, uh, is in every time I do a Q&A. He's back there watching the Q&A. He's usually back there watching the Q&A. And uh, some people have made notice of him, which is awesome. Oh, oh there he is. And now we got Oliver here. So I did an interview. I had a phenomenal interview with the uh phenomenal interview. Hey. Phenomenal interview with the uh makers of the old timey spectral podcast. got now we got this purring. Look at it. Film Festival is going on until February 28th. Today we're announcing the nominees at 6:30 p.m on Twitch and um, in the lobby of Kapow Intergalactic Virtual Film Festival. I realize what I probably need to do is limit my podcasts. Like, shoot for half an hour. Just go half an hour. Bam, there it is. Bite-sized piece. 20 minutes, maybe. But not strive for an hour. You know? So yeah, old-timey podcast. uh, uh, Old-timey Spectral Hour. They, uh there are only four podcasts that submitted this year. And they were one of them. I talked to them yesterday, probably about for an hour and a half. Phenomenal people. And, uh, we laughed a lot. We got along great. And my computer has just been, it wasn't exporting them. And it kept giving me, like, hey, this isn't working. And I tried three or four different things. I couldn't seem to figure out what the hell's going on. I tried all kinds of different stuff. And then I went to look at the... Because I've been outputting all these um, Q&As. Probably about seven or eight so far. Doesn't sound like a lot. Um, but I add things onto it in Premiere. I added, like, a television screen and some logos, their names. And so... I'll add that stuff, and then, uh, we'll upload it to the YouTube channel. So... Um... This one from yesterday, I did the same thing. I put the TV around it. I, uh... Added graphics. Um, it's just just really cool, but when I exported, it just wasn't working, and I thought, what the heck? So I went to look at the memory, and I had 134 ki- kilobytes? Yeah, KB left of a 270 gigabyte hard drive. Uh, hard, uh, yeah, hard drive on the uh, computer, on a laptop. So, luckily, I've been learning. I've learned about this, and this is something you might want to do if you um, if you have Adobe Premiere. Adobe Premiere saves all of these temporary files in a location. Let's see if I could remember the step-by-step process. Look in your C drive. Look under Users now i'm I'm talking p c here look under c drive look under users click on the user that's using it all the time and then you should see something that says app data if you don't then make the it might be a hidden folder you might have to make all folders uh visible for you to be able to see them. So after you do that, you'll see one called App Data. And you click in there, and it'll show you Adobe. And you click in there. And then there are two folders, Temp Folders. And just go into those folders, go to each one, and just delete everything in there. Select them all. Just delete it. I saved up. Uh, Let's see. What did I do? It brought me from like 177 kilobytes free space after I like just went you know and I first of all I deleted them all and then you gotta remember to uh, empty the recycling bin because that's like the great purge you know you're just like getting rid of it Uh, and now my hard drive is back up to I think like 7 gigs or something so it's probably up to like 7 gigabytes now. What? What? Uh, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you doing? <laughs> uh, look at him. What a good guy. What a good guy. Really. He's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, what a good guy. So, we're, uh, yeah, so it's 6.30 today, we're announcing all of the nominees, or all of the, uh, nominees, that's right, all the nominees, and, uh, gosh, it's been so fun seeing all these different people meeting each other, just so cool, man, get such a kick out of it, all these people meeting each other, so cool, dude so cool and you know you can go in there and you can rate the movies you can leave a nice message if you want Um, it's just just fascinating just fascinating so I hope you join us in there I'm going to designate 12 o'clock and 3 p.m. the official times to really hang out and network get to know people in the lobby In the lobby of the intergalactic theater you'll see the intergalactic virtual theater Um, go to kapowiff.com i've seen people in there who've come in there from tiktok so to go to kapowiff.com and then follow the banner there's a filmocracy banner follow that banner and that will take you to the intergalactic theater $10 $10 access pass. That gets you a free album by uh, Scarmanga Silk. And his album is called Designer Scribble. He's giving away that free album for every ticket, uh, every all-access all, all access pass holder. $10, you get that. And the opportunity to win prizes from our extraordinary sponsors. I love these guys. Sam & Max Save the World Remastered Video Game. Video Leap, smartphone smartphone video editing app and uh, final draft final draft screenwriting I love it so yeah jump in there or you could just go into the lobby but yeah the all-access pass it lets you see all of the scheduled movies we have scheduled movies and those same movies are also on demand so you could go in there during the actual schedule of like okay we're doing this here's the block or you could just check them out on demand at any time you want and that way you can, um, you know, that way you can check them out anytime you want. And uh, you can form your own screenings with your people. But it's so exciting. I'm just so excited. It's moving and grooving. Wow, man. There's such, such wonderful people so as soon as uh, this, I'm watching Monty Python Flying Circus right now. This is, uh... which one is this? The episode is called The Golden Age of Ballooning. Wow. I've been thinking of hot air balloons lately. And at the beginning of this episode, now that I think about it, they had balloons. Huh. Interesting. of interesting synchronicities happening in the conversation with uh, the old-timey spectral hour they brought up uh, they started talking about video games and uh, legend of zelda and i'm like no way i just figured out how to play i just figured out probably two days ago how to play the ocarinas all the way back up at the table but uh how to play this a song from zelda and it goes poop oh my po po
2: po 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 Boop, 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 oh, my God.
1: Yeah, that that was just so crazy. I dare And uh, they were just so fun to talk to. It was just great because I started talking to them about the, all those old video games from back in the day. And, uh, you know, I asked them if they remembered Sam and Max. And they, you know, they said yes. So... Yeah, I'm I'm slowly... We're rewarding people the prizes. This is how we do Kapow. Kapow, we don't view it as a competition. We're not viewing it as a competition. It's it's a celebration of the fact that you just even took guts to make a movie. It's a celebration of, you know, sort of rewarding people for the details that they put in this stuff. Um the participation that they have at the festival is a big deal the more the more participation someone has at the festival um or or with us online for that matter um if they tend to interact with us um this is where that you know going nice goes a long way kind of comes into play this is where Having a good rapport with people is a huge, huge deal. And this is why people want to work with the same people all the time because they got a good vibe with people. They, they can joke about stuff. It's easy going. They don't feel like they have to shoehorn in a brand new person and try to, you know, just for the sake of being expected to, you know, just, just, just for the sake of going. Okay, well, work. We let's try to get one of these kinds of. Let's get this in here. Um, if it works, and if you know, if you got a good vibe, keep working with it. Um, that's harmony. If you if you go for harmony. Those people will gravitate to you, and that's what happened with with this uh, this group. They just have such a great harmony. They all appreciate each other. It's always fun when you see friends get a kick out of each other. So, yeah, Kapow, the more that people, the more that people, <laughs> more that people um, oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. The more that people participate, the more that they're hanging out in the lobby, the more that they're, uh, I mean, God, compliments go a long way, too. Um, just being cool. Just being, you know, that that's... You don't like. There's no need to have to prove yourself. There's no need to have to. Uh, you know the reward comes from meeting the people. the The true reward. It's interesting. It's like the true reward. You have the true reward is is the connections that you make, like connections. Not. I mean, just I'm just talking general connections. Just connections you can use you can apply that to anything A- absolutely anything cosmic anything seen and unseen connections, friends, future collaborators, people who love the same stuff you do. We all love talking about stuff that we know information about with people who who um, Want to be educated by that? It's nothing worse than than trying to educate an unattentive audience. You know, you want if people are there to receive it, you talk to them. There you go. If we imagine if we used that aspect through life, through every decision making process, is the door open? Do I want to get behind that door? I will ask. I will knock, and then I'll go to where you know or. Instead of worrying about, will I get in that door, you know, just make your own establishment. Make your own doors. <laughs> make your own doors, man. Make your own club. Make your own, you know, utopian society. Everybody wants their utopian society. Everybody wants their solitude. They they want their place where they feel safe, where they're in their element. Um, and And why not, you know? Why not? What is the harm in that? What? So the idea is allowing ourselves to feel satisfaction, to to enjoy the company of those that we're hanging out with. Some people really, really appreciate arguing. They really, really love it. They thrive on it. But ultimately, I don't think they do. It's exhaustive. That's why a lot, a lot of arguers have mental issues. Because they got headaches. They're... Uh, a lot of time arguers are looking for reasons to i mean it's a very ego driven very dr- ego driven thing when you're looking for agreements when you're looking for harmony you're moving you're grooving you're flowing and talking with these folks they just flowed with each other they all appreciated each other 's quirkiness um they all loved working with each other they worked remotely and it was so cool cuz every single one of them has, have was echoing the same stuff that I've been saying both on the podcast and people in per- to people in person is um how resourceful this pandemic has uh, has has made me and uh how I just started creating like crazy and so that's the stuff that these folks were talking about you know, the uh, the one woman, Lizette, she's like, yeah, I just got out of my own way. I just got out of my own way. I got into meditation, Law of Attraction. It was just like, oh, my God, these are my people. Ashley writes like a maniac. She's a prolific, crazy, just fast writer. Um, her sister, Mariah, is a musician. Ashley's a musician, too. Mariah's a musician. Um... They work together. I mean, it's really cool. I think what I'm going to have to do is just take tabs on all the people that I've been meeting that have that same spirit so far. So far, the people that I've been meeting at Kapow and and that spirit of like, yeah, let's work together. Let's work together. Pure bliss, pure imagination. It it, it it falls in line of creating the world that you wanna see, creating the art you wanna see, become the media, be the change you wanna see. What kind of change do you wanna see? I wanna see more laughter. All right, I'll, I'll be the one who starts it then. So I'll laugh the loudest. And that enables people to, to feel more comfortable to laugh too. It inspires them to do funny stuff to, to, to try to make you laugh because they like seeing you laugh. Because they like seeing you give accolades. They see you give accolades to someone else for doing something funny and absurd. So now they're like, oh my gosh, well, I want to get those accolades. You know, There's that, 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 that uh, subliminal thing back there. Oh my God, now I want to say something funny and absurd. Even within the conversation I had with these folks, it was so funny because you could tell that they, they, everybody was feeling out each other's sense of humor. You know, when you're talking with people in a conversation, you're feeling out the sense of humor. And you know, ooh, how, let's laugh together. And you're looking at that as like, wow, here's another opportunity for us to laugh together. Uh, isn't that enjoyable? It's just so enjoyable. Oh, my
2: God. Wow.
1: Them and the uh, Constellation Quest guys. Uh, I mean, there's just a bunch of these folks who I think would work really well together. They have good, good-natured, wholesome spirits. Good-natured spirits. It's satisfying when you when you when you cultivate. Isn't it funny? Let's break down that word cult. Cult turns into, as you cultivate a cult, it turns into a culture. That's a culture. That's a cult. That's a culture. Every time you hear someone say culture, they're saying cult, but it's just a bigger cult. A culture. <laughs> it's what it is. Culture. 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 So every, so it's so satisfying when you have a cult, a culture that you're cultivating that has no thorns, no hard edges, pure smooth. You know, we, we really want to have smooth beds that we're sleeping on at night, right? When we're comfortable, we don't want to be sitting on glass, we don't want to be sitting on rocks, you know, when we're comfortable, when we're sitting on the couch and you're comfortable, because, you know, a lot of times people are doing things for themselves for, to enhance their comfort. Why do they get a bigger screen? Well, it's comforting to the eyes because now the eyes don't have to strain or they don't have to see as far. It's right there. It's easier. It's, it's more catered to them. It is served closer to them. That's what customization is about. You're customizing it to your preferences, to what feels good. You get a couch. Oh, I got this expensive couch. It's so soft. Ooh, this jacket is so soft and warm. How often do you hear someone go, oh, this jacket is so spiky. It scratches me when I put it on, and it's so heavy, and it's, it's, there are like bumps and rocks all over it. Oh, my gosh, I love that coat. I don't think I ever heard someone say that. They're commenting about the softness, the easiness. So if, if we're going to sleep, if we're sitting down, if we're doing things for comfort, you know, to ease ourselves, to make it smoother, then why, why, why is it out of the question to ask for a, a society, a, your own culture, that has smoothness in it? It's, uh, it feels good. We all want a smooth ride. This is, this is where uh, road rage comes from, isn't it? Because you don't have a smooth ride. People are cutting you off. They're, you know, they're feeling the lack of abundance. Me, 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 me. That fir- me first, me first. That's ego. That's ego driven. Um, you know, you, you don't pass that behavior along if you don't like it done to you. Uh, pass on the behavior you like done to you. It's a very interesting, which came first, the chicken or the egg type of thing. It's like tenet. Do you fire the gun or does, it, does the gun, you know, do you, do you, is it like up to you or is it up to it or what's going on? You intend it first, then it happens. If you look at Christopher Nolan's movies, these are all very high. You know, these he, what he's what he has embedded in there is, is a lot of spirituality. There's there's manifestation of reality. You know, there's there's he's talking about multi universes in these movies. Um, these are these these are source material type films, and. Uh, the reason why it's hard for us to crack the codes on some of these is because imagine if that was to, imagine if you were born and that was the natural language that you're given the the kind of language of communic- of of just enhancing your relationship with the universe and that's it and that's what you work on you don't even show your kids the news you don't show them any politics you show them how do you how do you enhance that relationship with with nature how do you enhance your relationship with beauty, that beauty, that those good vibes? Like Celestine Prophecy. Um, teaching kids the golden rule. Teaching kids how their intentions create the things that are manifested in their reality. Imagine if you had classes where you have kids, you go, okay, synchronicity time. Tell me a synchronicity that happened to you. And, and you get these kids trained in recognizing their intentions, recognizing the trail, the domino effect, the cause and effect of when they thought of an idea, something that they really wanted to do or, or um, you know, because then you're showing them responsibility. They're responsible for manifesting their own realities uh and and get into that mindset of like no don't you know they're they're not desperate they're not trying to break into businesses or people's homes or cars. There's no there's no feeling of lack of abundance. So the only reason why people are so heavily leaned into their identities at this moment in time and saying no my group needs more or no pay more attention to my society over here or no pay more attention to my culture over here or no pay more attention to my neighborhood over here it's because those people have not been taught yet or they haven't really they've they've bought into all the lies that are on the news and the politics and so there's that divisive aspect so they're they're spending so much time looking at all that divisive stuff they 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 haven't been they haven't been applying and or they haven't been advertised to enough and I just use that word so very facetiously advertised to they haven't been advertised to enough of their own empowerment of um how how they are truly in charge of their own reality experience and keeping tabs on that. so you teach a little kid right from the get go of of journaling writing down their dreams um encouraging them to talk to their, quote, invisible friends, unquote. We might learn something from that. We lean in and we listen to those kids. We go, what are you, who are you talking to? Tell me what, you know, what are you learning from them? Could you imagine what kind of secrets of the universe you could? You could. uh, Learn from from the kids, invisible friends, quote. Invisible, unquote, friends. Oh, my God, my coffee's still. My coffee was still warm. So you teach kids at an early age, keep your eyes on when you had this intention and when this happened. Get them to recognize that. Get them to recognize the things that they dreamed about, their deja vu experiences, the things that they dreamed about. Um, and seeing it show up in their reality experience. The things that they had conversations with other kids about and the ways in which those those things showed up in their reality experiences. The songs that they were singing and the ways in which that song popped up later on in their reality experience. And to really pay close attention to that and actually maybe maybe even note the the time frame um, of of how long it took you know, before it happened. Also, maybe writing down the, 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 uh, as much as they can remember from when they had talked about that particular thing. So remembering, okay, was it sunny out? Was there a particular song playing? Um, who else was there? Where were you at? What were you wearing? How did you feel while you were saying that to your friend? Getting in tune with that intuition. How did you feel when you said to your friend, "Boy, wouldn't that be cool if someone just gave us a free, you know, piece of hubba bubba bubble gum? Wouldn't that be cool?" And then two later, two two hours later during lunch, some kid gives you a hubba a piece of. Hubba- hey, you want some hubba bubba bubble gum? Whoa, grape too. I was thinking grape. I didn't say that part out loud, but I was thinking that too. So now you got these kids going. Oh my gosh. And then now that that becomes, you know, recognizable, that type of language, that type of vibe, now it becomes more commonplace because now they're intending it to happen. And, 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 now, they're, and now they're watching it. They're noticing it. The, 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 the space between, they're training themselves, the space between when they thought of it and when it happened, and they're, and they're training the space between beca- to become shorter and shorter and then you get those kids together and you get them all to collectively intend things together oh my gosh now they start getting in tune with with that that collaborative ensemble mind that sort of like organism of like look look how powerful we are when we're not distracted by the news or we're not distracted by politics when we're comp- and then you have so when you're doing this you you have the kids out in nature so the kids are you know, they're so focused on this harmony and they're focused on the nature and becoming one with nature that all of a sudden this magic just starts evolving. The magic just starts, you know, just starts evolving. Wow, man. Wow. All right. I got to get back to editing this thing. Thank you so much for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Check us out. KapowIFF.com. Also, if you want to contribute to this show, uh, which I think, uh, what I'm going to, yeah. If you want to contribute to this show, call the hotline 561-203-9179 or leave a message on the voicemail. Um, you can also email me, inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Email me your audio. I'll include it. Found sounds, eating, cats purring. I would say the sound of you drawing chalk on a the sidewalk. The, 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 the sound of you making a sandwich, eating a sandwich, cooking the food. The sound of you putting your shoes on any of those things, brushing your teeth, any of those things, the sound of the eh, eh, the uh, medicine cabinet opening and closing, the sound of your silverware drawer opening and closing, whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, here's an example, try this. you go you can do that and i'll play it you can bet your bottom dollar i'm gonna play it If you do something like that you can bet be bet, bet your bottom dollar i'm gonna do it here let's listen to a little monty python
2: i've washed my face but my legs my stomach my chest they're filthy
0: well uh, i don't wash my stomach every day uh, but you wash far more than me
2: You, as a cleaner of the Montgolfier brothers. This is
0: nothing, Joseph. I make. Mister
2: Montgolfier, a Mister Parfit to see you, sir. Uh, uh, No, 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 a Bartlett. A Mister Bartlett to see Uh, you, sir. No, Bartlett with a T. Uh, A Mister Bartillet to see you, sir. Bartlett, 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 Bartlett. A Mister Bartlett to see you, sir. (laughs) I don't want to see anyone who two. Tell him to go away. Thanks,
0: sir. <laughs> well, it's getting late. I must go and have a wash. Oh, uh, what? Will you be washing? Oh, just my face and neck. Perhaps my feet and possibly... But no. No. <laughs> Lock
1: up the plans, Joseph. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Stop by KapowIFF.com. Oh, my video's done. My video's done. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
2: And at what time in the night does he come for you? Every year, millions of hardworking Americans experience cosmic encounters with moderate to severe disorientation. CRISTOR can help. CRISTOR is a handheld calcite defibrillator capable of generating surges and binary distress signals throughout the Sigma Quadrant. CRISTOR is not for everyone. Some aquatic mammals have experienced dizziness and confusion while using CRISTOR. Side effects do include blood glow tear mist, and purpling of the skin and eyes. Tell your doctor if you are pregnant and have not had intercourse within the past 18 months, or if you are nursing and have no children of your own. Crystor has not been approved for simians or micropachyderms. Ask your shaman if Crystor is right for you. Isn't it your turn to bear the crystal?
1: I will be interviewing these folks from Crystor Inc. I'm so curious to get to the bottom of this. We'll be going live on Twitch, baby. The Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. uh, The Kapow Intergalactic Virtual Film Festival. Twitch. We'll be going live on there. Also in the lobby of Filmocracy. We have two days left of the film festival. I'm so excited. Well, today, if you want to count today. 3, 26, 27, 28. Uh, And so we're going to be in the lobby every 1 o'clock and every 3 o'clock. So join us in the lobby. The way you get there is to go to... um, kapowiff.com look for the banner it says filmocracy on it look for the banner um and while you're there check out our our uh official selections look, look on it you'll see all the different menus check out official selections while you're there just 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 see what we have to offer ten dollars uh all access pass you can see all those wonderful official selections that we have on the on the site there um then you just click on that little filmocracy banner and that'll take you to the theater. So, if you want to see all the movies, you can. If you want to hang out in the lobby, click on the lobby. You can go in there and you can, you know, sit down at any table. Double click any table. You could sit down at a table. You could sit with people, talk with people. It's great, wonderful, wonderful. So, we have a Twitch feed that goes into that lobby, and so that's where the Twitch feed of where I'm going to be interviewing uh, the Crystor Inc. folks that's where that's going to be happening and i cannot wait to to uh to see what happens as you've heard right there on the promo as you've heard uh, it's a very, very dicey situation. It, it's like, what's going on with these guys? Oh, by the way, I've been str- I've been streaming on Twitch, the video game that uh, is one of our sponsors, Salmon Max Save the World Remastered. I've been playing that game on Twitch. So you could go to our Twitch, Kapow Intergalactic. Go to Kapow IFF. Look up on Twitch. Um go to twitch.tv look up kapow iff and that should take you to our channel and I'm surprised we've been getting a lot of views on there so far so it's something's working and uh so I've been playing the promos on there you'll see you'll see the you'll see what this promo looks like the Christor Inc promo you'll see it up there you'll see a woman um you'll see some interesting stuff up there and in, in addition to um yeah. In addition to the promos, you'll uh, just just a bunch of stuff. Uh, but Sam and Max Save the World remastered, I've been playing that on there. So yeah, you'll see that you'll see the, uh, the, the those videos still up there. And also, you'll be able to check out Matthew M. Jones, the guy who does Biggest Nerd on the Block. Which, by the way, today at four p.m. he's doing the music biopic trivia, and then six p.m. the Supernatural trivia. That's today, the twenty sixth, uh, the twenty seventh. Biggest Nerd on the Block. He'll be in there at four p.m. PST. For drama trivia, 7 o'clock on the 27th, crime drama trivia, 28th, 4.30 p.m., titled Finish Him. So, yeah, and then in addition to that, um, people will be popping in and out of the lobby. So, hang out. It's like a, I like to call it a cross between Zoom and, and Netflix in the sense that you get to, you go, okay, 10 bucks, all right, let's check out all these movies, and then... Um, and then Zoom in a sense you're hanging out with people. You're you're talking to creative people. Oh, there's been so much laughing in there. So much laughing. Uh plus, I don't know if you know who Lilamar is. I am Lilimar. That is her Instagram uh page. And so she's part of a she's part of a uh couple of movies uh here at Kapow. And so I'm outputting that, I'm exporting this. Uh, 24 minutes to go, basically, until this is done with Davy Chansky uh, doing q and A Q&A with her. We got lots of Q and As too. Check out our Kapow YouTube channel. Oh, this is so fun. We, we're figuring out ways to make this thing a yearly thing, memberships, a yearly thing. Just constantly, just constantly helping people, just get them uh promoted, excited, out there into the world. Oh man, we're building a utopian community, and that's what I'm so excited about. So anyway, kapowiff.com, check it out.
2: Hi, this is Jay Aussing from Twin Peaks: The Return. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. What did you think of this part of Ghostbusters?
0: Sebelia. Are you the gatekeeper? Hey, he pulls the wagon. I make the deals. You want to ride?
1: Wait for the sign, and all prisoners will be released.
0: You will perish in flame! Uh, <laughs> Vince Clortho, key master of Gozer.
1: According to this, his name's Lewis Tully. Lives on Central Park
2: West. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Traveler, he will come in one... What sign are you
1: waiting for? Gozer the Traveler. He will come in one of the... I know, I tricked you guys. You thought that was the end of the episode. I tricked you guys. Man behind the machine left that. Message. I thought, oh, what the heck? Let's let's get man behind the machine in here. He's left so many messages, so many great messages. Um, I, tr- I try to get I try to get him on here um, a couple of times, you know, if I if I can. Each episode, um, yeah, Ghostbusters is great. Man behind the machine, Ghostbusters is a phenomenal movie, and. Um, I remember, way back in a day, when the real Ghostbusters cartoon came on, I was so excited to see them animated. I remember, you know, this is this is what's what's interesting. Around that time, it's funny. I think this is one of the early times that I started noticing. Well, I don't know exactly how to explain the kind of behavior here, but you'll see what I'm talking about in a minute. Um, where. Shortly after Ghostbusters came out, the movie, I remember there was some special that was on TV. They would have these specials. Whenever there was going to be new cartoons coming up for that season, they'd have a special, TV special, where they'd talk about these new cartoons, and they'd show little bits and pieces of them in there. And they said, Ghostbusters. And I I remember seeing a piece of it going, Wait a second. That's not Ghostbusters. You're calling it Ghostbusters, but... That's not the movie. I can't believe you're calling yourself Ghostbusters. And then you know what happened? Shortly after that, you know what's so weird? I remember complaining about that to people going, why, why are you calling it Ghostbusters? That's crazy. It has nothing to do with Ghostbusters. I remember complaining to people about that. And shortly after, all of a sudden, the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters came out. And the real Ghostbusters more closely resembled um, The movie. But the interesting thing was the they didn't they didn't really they didn't really try to uh, replicate the voices. I don't think I don't think they really tried. Nor did they really try to make them look um, a lot like them. It was kind of slight, slightly parodies, I guess, if you want to call it that. Slight, there were slight parodies of the motion picture. Uh, just very interesting but yeah I, I, the Ghostbusters movie
2: was so good
0: Diane 4.37am after a long investigative night returning to my room at the Great Northern we have one suspect in custody and Leo Johnson the man I believe is responsible for Laura's death won't be able to escape the dragnet we've thrown up for him much longer as you can hear from the ambient sound around me and i notice with some relief that the icelandic group staying on my floor have either checked or passed out i may not need the ear pillow earplugs which i did receive today diane although i suspect i may put them to use as a purely precautionary measure i ordered some hot milk from room service here's hoping that does the job and i'll be able to catch a few hours of quality sack time 24-hour room service must be one of the premier achievements of modern civilization
1: Whoa, I bet you thought I was done, huh? Oh my God, but I got to share this synchronicity with you. Um, This is crazy. At 421, I didn't even realize this. My buddy John sent me a TikTok of Kyle McLachlan going, tell me you're a Twin Peaks fan without telling me you're a Twin Peaks fan. And I didn't see it till later. Um... In fact, after I didn't see it until later till after my buddy Jeff sent me this. My buddy Jeff sent me this at seven twenty eight PM. It was a it's a picture of the woodsman. Um of the woodsman who's seen in Firewalk with me, and then right below it, the woodsman who is uh played by Stu Strauss in Twin Peaks season three. And uh so this is this is so this is what Jeff sent me at seven twenty eight PM. Okay? After, unknowingly, unknowing, that John Garside sent me a Twin Peaks-related thing at 4.21 p.m. All right, so... Jenny, I'm just now realizing that, like, this this crazy synchronicity, so... Let's see. Yeah, so so John Garside sent me that TikTok of... Kyle Mcclacklin saying, "Tell me you're a Twin Peaks fan without telling me you're a Twin Peaks fan." He said, "He said that to me at 4.21. Um, I didn't see it until eight twenty two, because that's when I made it. Now, what I didn't, what's crazy is, because I I didn't see that until eight twenty two, but the crazy thing is, in the meantime, in the meantime, Jeff Finn sent me another Twin Peaks related thing, a whole a whole separate thing. It's uh, yeah, so these two guys they, they sent is these. Twin Peaks Day or something? Oh my God, that's right! Today is Twin Peaks Day. Wait, how did you know that? I only know because I think Jeff posted something on Instagram, and now that I'm thinking about it, it's it registered now. Oh my God! He posted something about. I guess that's something else. On it. Well, what it is today is Twin Peaks Day because yesterday I think I was telling you yesterday was the the, the anniversary of when I moved out here. And it's also the day in the the TV show, February 23rd is the day that Agent Cooper, who's standing in the corner of the the apartment, that's the day that Agent Cooper enters the town of Twin Peaks on February 23rd. So it was crazy that that correlated with the day that I left Carol's dream. So today, no, no, no. Today's the day Agent Cooper enters Twin Peaks. Yesterday was the day Laura Palmer died. So Laura Palmer died on February 23rd, and then Agent Cooper comes in to investigate it on February 24th. So yeah, today's Twin Peaks Day. God, that's so funny. So it's all flying around. Oh my God. So I don't know if I told you then, Jen, That I did I tell you that I interviewed um, some people from Twin Peaks for the radio show? So I've, I've interviewed four people. From Twin Peaks for the radio show and uh, the one guy uh, Jay Asang I met on Twitter I saw him talking about it and I said hey I'd love to interview you on my radio show he came in there and since he he went in there to be interviewed the rest of them were easier to get because I said oh by the way here's a link to the interview I did with Jay. Yeah. From Twin Peaks. You know, so then they're like, oh, okay. Oh, he's from Twin Peaks, too. Oh, okay, cool. I liked what he did on that show, you know. And so then it just kind of was able to magnetize the other guys easier. So I interviewed him, and he played, like, this crazy drunk on Twin Peaks season three. And then the woodsmen, these three woodsmen guys. And um, so I'm still in contact with them and stuff. And one of them is Stu Strauss. So what's interesting is he plays this guy. This is interesting. So Jeff sent me this. Alright, so this this is a scene from Fire Walk with me. And this is my buddy Stu Strauss, who I met. He was oh in Twin God. Peaks season three. So there's this whole theory that he is the same guy as that. Mm. There's a theory. And so and then it's down here. So so Jeff sent this theory to me at 728. Not not realizing that John sent me the picture or the video earlier i did i did so this is interesting you know there are all these different twin peaks fan theories so this is what let's see um this is what's what he sent me that someone said i was just speculating about this on another facebook group oh okay so apparently this person this is a synchronicity that happened this person goes i was just speculating about this on another facebook group I'm a little late to the party. I think they are the same character who is purported to be the log lady's husband, as others have informed me. From Wikipedia, it is revealed that the log lady's husband was a lumberjack who died in a fire on their wedding night, decades before the events of the series. Parenthesis. The log lady later says that her husband met the devil. On Nothing is revealed of her husband beyond this, save for that at some point before he died, her husband returned from a trip to Glastonbury Grove, which served as an access point to the metaphysical realms of both the White and Black Lodge with the jar of mysterious oil, which he claimed was for opening a gateway. So, okay, so in the series, there's this place called Glastonbury Grove, and that's where it opens up this, the curtains to the Black Lodge, which has a big oh. thing to do with the Twin Peaks. So there's this whole theory that this guy, who we see in one movie... Mm-hmm. who we see in a movie, Fire Walk With Me, which still has to do with Twin Peaks, is the same guy as this, who's in Twin Peaks 3. So there's a speculation that this guy is the husband of the log lady. Have you ever seen pictures of anything, of the lady who's like, holding the log in her arms? Do
2: you know Maybe. what I'm talking about?
1: She, holding a log in her arms? So there's speculation he's, he's her uh, husband, oh. who died in a fire back in the day. Huh. Um, by the way, uh, each night when I'm on Filmocracy which I'm about to go to after I upload this, um, I make myself um. There, look at there's Captain Morgan and and the, there's uh oh, cola in there, just in case you wanna. I am uh, yeah I've I've had about I'm about three shots in. Shh. Oh, <laughs> okay. How about that's why I'm kind of mumbling right now. <laughs> I um, I mean, uh, catch him if he falls. For, yeah. Okay. Please. Please, please. So yeah, oh my God. Astounding synchronicity. All right, so I had to share that with you. By the way, if you get a chance, please watch Midnight Gospel. It's on Netflix. Such a good show.
2: This is Stu Straps, The Woodsman, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto.